For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. All president accounted for here. How is everyone doing today? Good. Oh, Michael. Before morning. you guys begin to attack my friend Gio for his tardiness. Oh, he's on a special mission. If you go to Instagram.com slash The Mike Calvin Show, you will see that Gio was throwing a curveball this morning. Mm. As he rolled into Starbucks and Collier and 54, only to find out that they had been hit by lightning last night. Oh. And have no way to serve, co- to, to pay for, except payment for coffee, except th- with uh, cold, hard greenbacks cash, causing Gio to have to go find an ATM machine right next door and go back over there and get the coffee. But he documented this. And um, at least I expected him to be tardy today, unlike these two who just sauntered in 30 seconds before mm. Gio with no, with no offering. It was, no offering. it was like a full minute it before. Was, the intro was on. Yeah. The intro is not on. The, the commercials were playing. Well, commercials were playing. Just give me that. It's then corrected. I will, I will say that this is today is my no. fault. I accept full responsibility. I no, 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 silence no, no. my no, alarm. No, 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 no. There's no need to apologize. Oh, I was oh. just about to say, because I have heard Mike say before, you go, what time should we get here? 5.59. <laughs> well, but, but what is my theory? That as, as long as everything's as, done. As long as everything's done and ready for the show, mm-hmm. I don't care what time you get here. So uh, you were here before the show started. Bravo. I got to tell you, your haircut looks great, by the way. And uh, I also was very nervous when, 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 we, when we walked in, the, the face that you made when I said, hello, Michael. I was like, oh, God. Oh, no, I'm in a good mood and everything. Um you I mean the was, time that I ran around town, these guys got here a minute before me? Yeah, with nothing. He oh, came, in, he came in with a glass with 30 ounces full of of wake up and do the show mm-hmm. juice. I'm running all over the place trying yeah. to find ATMs and a lot of You should take a day Thank off. You. I thought I was going to be late. I thought I was going to be Spanish and Joe. Clearly, I was yeah. not. You're no. still better. I apologize to everybody yeah. involved. Um, uh, yeah, well, look, we're all here together now. Although I haven't heard from Carmen yet. Hi. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a geese was trapped. <laughs> goose was trapped in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's everybody doing? Everything good? Yeah. Yeah. Right. A lot of breath. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. He had to walk briskly <laughs> 10 feet to an ATM. I feel like I lived the whole day already. <gasps> Maybe I can <sighs> offer something back to you, Jim. Maybe I can give you a surprise back since you were so nice to me. You could have easily come here and said, hey, buddy. Uh, first of all, I'm not paying for your coffee. Yeah. Second of all, um, there was a problem. I didn't want to be late. It's not my job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, most people would just say, oh, sorry. They didn't have any. They were right. struck by lightning. Right. 
couldn't get it. Not only going and getting the job done, but documenting it to add to social media. Well, I, I also knew these pricks would probably call to question the fact oh, that the I was being you truthful. Are. I think when yeah. you walked in and they, they walked in, you weren't here, they were like, oh, oh because yeah. You see a big smile come over Spanish's face? Yeah. We all believe that the road was wet and they were late or they were speeding 120 miles an hour and the cop just let us go. Yeah, 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 the cop did just let us go. But, no. uh, uh, yeah, well, listen, I said that I was sorry that we were running late. It was my fault. The roads were I pulled a you wet. over and you were not wearing sleeves with that shirt, I would arrest you. <laughs> I, I'd bring you in. The other cops would be like, you didn't do anything wrong. I'd be like, just look at it. It's hard to, it's hard to be taken seriously. I, I'm just glad the one time you had me shave just half a mustache, I didn't have to deal with any police besides that Walmart. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, listen, you know. By the I'm way, glad. Spanish, let me point out something real quick. I want to say it back to you and see if you understand what's oh, happening no. here. Oh, it's no. 2021. Your excuse is the roads were wet. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's not like they've invented tires. Yeah. yeah. I was just trying to say, you know, the roads were a little slick. I was just trying to drive a were little Were you safer. driving on racing flats? <laughs> 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 Well, you, you, made it. you made it alive. That's Thank all you. It, yeah, all yeah. you can't control your 500 horsepower engine because you got slicks on. It's good to see my four-cylinder Chevy yeah, Malibu. It's yeah. very unsafe sometimes. It's turbo, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Turbo. Well, I improvised, and I'm here. Thank you, Jerry. And you brought the gifts. Yes. So maybe yeah. I have something to give back this morning. Oh. oh. I think yeah. you'll enjoy it. Smash burgers. <laughs> Close, Calvin. I, um... I went to uh, Prime Butcher up there on Collier. Have you gone there yet? I have not, but yeah. I want to. Oh, it's so good. And I picked up some steaks last night for dinner, and I made those. And then I realized over the weekend that I bought a brisket, and it was either going to be time to put it in the freezer or cook it. So I opened it up, and while I was cooking the steaks, I put a brisket on and forgot it was there. <laughs> and woke up this morning the exact amount of time that I needed to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's fate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I open it up, and I go, oh, please don't be awful. Please don't know. And I open it up, and it was just, I just touch it. It went, ooh. Oh, too bad you didn't have Zeus that uh, hit the Starbucks. Just zap it for you. I've <laughs> <laughs> been done in five minutes. Yeah, yeah so I uh, pulled a brisket off this morning. It's sitting, it's sitting right now. So ooh. I would say by 7 o'clock, it should be fantastic. Ooh. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah, I was very happy when I, sometimes I forget, not forget about it, but sometimes I misjudge the cooking or the temperature or something, and I open it up, and it just looks like a, a brick in there, and I touch it, and it's, like touching my desk, you know, and I go, all right, I have to cut this layer off to get to the meat, you know. But this one is when jiggle jiggle. Oh, I was so happy with it. It's got the perfect bark. It's got a great bark. It's got. I put a little spice on it. Um, I'm very happy. It came out very nice. I think the idea is to forget you're cooking something. I got to tell you, if you have not tried that uh, Flavor God stuff, they have so many oh. good things. The Garlic Lover and all these different ones that they have are so good. Man. Here's my one problem with the Flavor God, and I still will continue to use them. Like What's I, that? Buy, I bought a lot of them, mm -hmm. and you know you only use a little at a time, so they last for a while. Right. Um, after like three months of having it, if you so I have one that's like a taco seasoning. If I don't make tacos, I'm not using it. So it sat there for a couple of months. And I wanted to use it. It's just one solid block of you got yeah, it. Just, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's not. I just take it on thing off. Take a fork. I go right. it all up. It's just because it's all natural. All that sure. stuff sticks together. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. And they they have Italian seasoning. They even have a non sugar um, sweetener that is uh, called um, what is that? What is that uh, Danish you can get in the mall there in, in the airport rather? Cinnabon? Sticky like a Cinnabon. Oh. Yeah, they have a Cinnabon. Oh yeah, they have chocolate donut. They have all yeah. kind of different stuff that you can put in your coffee. Yeah, yeah, that has like no sugar in it and stuff. They have like buffalo. They have Cajun. They the buffalo is good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of it's them. all it's all uh, good for you stuff. It's all uh, I don't know that's organic, but it's all uh, clean. Uh, it's good. I, I uh, I've had a, a couple of different different bottles of it. 
Um, you know that kid that I um, that I was in love with for a little while, Nick somebody. He's that chef that was on that makes those videos on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, know his yeah. name, but he came out with a line of uh, of like truffle salts and stuff. Expensive, but I bought those just to try them out. They've been pretty fantastic too. He the makes Giovanni. them look delicious. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Well, we broke up, so I'm not really. Oh. Why? Eh, it's not. You know me, Carmen. I like it. I like a guy for a couple of weeks and then mm-hmm. move on. Yeah. <laughs> Find another uh, one. Yeah. Move I don't know. Isn't that weird how you, you can uh, see a girl or in your case a guy and you want him for so long and then you finally hook up with them and the next day you're like, eh, eh. <laughs> wasn't good. No, it was good. It's just what happened. Eh, you, once you get it, you're like, chase is more exciting. It's yeah. lust. It's The not... bloom is off the rose. Yeah. <laughs> the watch up? The bloom is off the rose. The bloom is off the rose. Yeah. Okay. He actually heard that from William Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Joe actually coined that phrase. <laughs> yeah. He did. He's so old. I like it. He coined that and uh, where's the beef? Those are his two big... <laughs> um, yeah, so the bloom is off the rose. Is exactly what yeah. I'm saying. Uh, I watched a movie last night that I think was an HBO movie. Mm-hmm. And it came out a couple of years ago because I remember we talked about it. I don't think it was in the theaters, but it's Anthony Hopkins as uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, yeah, I think that was an HBO movie. God damn, that was good. Hitchcock was as crazy as as, as the movie scene. Oh, absolutely. I had, So they... Uh, I, I don't remember. I remember watching it the first time and liking it, and then seeing it last night and watching it for a little, you know, again, and I didn't really remember it. Hitchcock would, like, he, he uh, you know, the hole in the wall that, that Psycho used to look through to spy on the thing? He <laughs> actually set one of those up in his office so he could watch the girls change oh. and stuff. Yeah, he was a creep. Awesome. Yeah, he, did, he had a big crush <laughs> on that chick, uh, he, the blonde girl. Vivian Lee. Yeah, Vivian Lee. Yeah, he did. Yeah. See, I don't. I didn't know any of that um, going into the, uh, that's, that's uh, what's her name's mother, right? Melanie Griffith? I think so. No, her mother is Tippi Hedren. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe will Sorry. just go along with whatever you say. No, no, no. I, no, think I remember so? these things. I, that, that's a, I lived through it. Yeah, <laughs> he was there. He was back before the leaf <laughs> fell off the rose. What was it? The bloom. Bloom. The bloom. The bloom. The bloom fell off yep. the rose. I don't know. It's a. It's a good movie. I, I. I like that they recycle and put stuff on from a couple of years ago. Unlike other channels that keep showing the same goddamn movie every night, it's unbelievable. I know every night I can get in bed and guarantee seeing the same seven movies on. Oh the yeah, it's it's almost not even worth having any of the movie channels because you're like, yeah, I I don't need to see Risky Business again. Right. You know, it's like I've seen it enough times, and if I want to see it, I could rent it for ninety nine cents or whatever. Yeah. But exactly. speaking of HBO, there is a show on HBO Max original programming that I think all of you guys should see. Carmen, I think you'll like it a lot. Mike, I think you'll enjoy it as well. F-Boy Island. Uh, I have not seen F-Boy Island, but it sounds like I'd watch it. So Nikki Glaser is actually the host of it. And by the way, did anybody notice that Nikki Glaser all of a sudden got in fantastic oh, shape? tight, tight, yeah. tight, 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 tight. I mean, she was always, she's always, she's always been, yes, in good shape. But now she's got the round shoulders. And she, I mean, she really looks good. But it is, uh, they have uh, three girls that all the guys are vying for their love, three girls that are all smoke shows, and then the guys are all exactly what you would think, you know, 24-year-old in shape, you know, black guys, white guys, Asian guys, all kind of different guys. But uh, there is, uh, I think, 24 of them. 12 guys? Yeah, 12 of them are uh, F-boys, and 12 of them are nice guys, and they have to try and figure out who's who. And, of course, the F-boys are trying to pretend to be nice guys, But when they get uh, uh, put up for a thing, they each pick two at the end of the show. Each show's an hour, and then they say, I'm going to choose Joe. And then, Joe, are you an F-boy or a nice guy? And he goes, I'm an F-boy. And they're all like, oh! 
so nice and so so they got to try and figure it out but then they they send the uh they send the nice guys to one spot and the F boys to another spot. They're like secluded. So I don't know if they come back later or what, but it it's pretty awesome. good. It's pretty That's good. Great. That's great. Yeah. That's great. And she she rips on the guys so bad too. Like, you know, I mean she's funny and she does the roast really well and stuff. So she'll throw in a little uh comments and stuff and just totally rip the guys. The good thing with her about the roast is she writes a lot of her roast yeah. jokes. Yeah. Which is weird because a lot of the comedians don't and then they take them and they shine on with them like they've come up with it all. Right, right. Speaking Speaking of, um, I have tickets to go see Whitney Cummings today, and that I will be giving out, and I think I have a pair of front row tickets. Whitney Cummings, yeah, like her or not? Uh, Com- I, just her comedy. Oh, just her comedy? Not really. I got to be honest with you. I've watched her comedy, and I kind of like her as a person, so I tried to like the comedy, but I don't find her that funny. I I think one of the best things on the roast was Jeff Ross got up and he goes, Whitney Cummings, thank you for yelling your act at us again. Because yeah. <laughs> she does do yeah, a lot of a yelling. Yeller. So so, uh, so she's coming to Ruth Eckert Hall and I have tickets to give away for her. And I think we have at one point we'll give away front row tickets. I know a lot of people like her. I don't like her. Yeah. And here's why. And I do think she's funny sometimes. Like, I don't know if they're her jokes or other people's jokes, but when you see her on TV and stuff, she's funny. And I thought that the show that she wrote was okay. I think Two Broke Girls was funny. I already Um, know exactly what you're going to say. There's two reasons I hate her. Two reasons I hate her guts. All right. One is she uh, originally, like, the first famous thing that she did outside of comedy was she was on the Howard Stern show. I don't know what year this was. December 2008. And it was Whitney Cummings, April Macy, and Esther Koo in a contest for hottest chicks, the hottest female comedians, which is pretty. I think you'd find a hard time getting uh, her to go on that now. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Yeah, but um, but that's what she was doing. Which April Macy handily won that contest. Um, Esther Koo, by the way, is pretty hot too, and she's a little slutty, or like she acts like a little slutty. So um, she's great. So in the in the initial picture. It's April in that red outfit that she wears where she jacks up her boobies and Esther dressed normally like she normally does. And then Whitney Whitney Cummings looks like um, the secretary in your office. That's, I can't tell if she's hot or if she's a lesbian. You awesome. know what I mean? Like she's tall and she's lanky and she's like kind of pretty. But she's a natural pretty, but you know she's real bitchy and you know she's probably got eight cats. Now, the what she looks like now compared to then is, is uh, so much of a difference. But anyway, on this show in December of 2008... She was on there talking about being a comedian and going on the road, and she said that she was happy to be there and do that show, that she hates all other morning radio shows. She's like, I hate, dude, she, you know, most comedians hate getting up and doing morning radio, but they needed to sell tickets. But she trashed morning radio, and I was like, you know what? I'll never put her on the show. I don't care how famous she gets. And I remember telling Ralphie, I was like, uh, you know, I don't like Whitney Cummings. He goes, damn, I'm surprised you even know who Whitney Cummings is. And I go, yeah, I go, this is why. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's her in a, to a T. And I go, yeah. And he goes, she'll say it. If she was on your show, she'd say the same thing. You're the only show I like because yeah, you're selling tickets for her. And that just pisses me off. I hate people like that. And then the way she acted with Chris D'Elia, yep. where she, I mean, Chris D'Elia was her friend and helped her meet all these people and, um, you know, he, they did that show together and all this stuff. And we asked them, did you ever have sex with Wendy Winnie? You guys ever hook up? Your friend? No, that's how tight we are. We, I would never do that. She's such a good, she's like a sister, blah, blah, blah. And the, the minute people were mad at Crystalia for texting a girl that was 18 
uh, then she immediately turned on him. And she could have been one of the ones to really help him out because, and I don't even like Chris Leah that much, but she could have been one of the ones to help him out because she was a woman. She was powerful. She People, knew him very well. She, yeah, she knew him well. She could have been the first one to step up and say, hey, look, he's single and he he's good looking. He bangs a lot of broads, but never did I see anything inappropriate. And uh, maybe if he was texting a girl that was 16, realized she was 16, the whale until she was 18, you know, or maybe. just don't even say anything about it. And yeah, be like I mean, he's innocent until he's proven guilty, and then that way, even if it does come out that he was doing something inappropriate, she can be like, "Hey, I, I I'm know. so surprised that this hasn't blown up yet." Do you know about the Bobby Lee stuff? I no. know Bobby Lee on five different podcasts uh, admitted to having sex with an underage prostitute in Mexico. He was talking about how he was in a really bad spot, and he went down to Mexico, and he went to a whorehouse. And he picked a girl, and he brought her back to the room, and he's like, I don't know how old she was, but he, he said she was like 12, and another time he said she oh. was 15. But he, he you know, he's also a comedian, so he's telling a story. Right, right. And, uh, and then he said at one point he looked over at her, and she was just crying. He's like tears just rolling down her face. Hot. And it, yeah, well, oh, that's I mean, he, wait, well, wait. But that was a joke that he made. He goes, right. so, so then we power did it. You know what I mean? And and. There were times where you, t- you know, sometimes you tell a story like Alvin just did. You say hot to be shocking and it's funny. You know he's kidding. Sometimes you do that. And uh, but the way Bobby Lee tells the story it was almost like he was confessing, like he was sad, and he was like, and then we just did it, you know. And and you know him talking about her crying and all that stuff. And it's not, it does not give you a good feeling. Like Alvin just made us laugh because we know he's joking. Well, Bobby Lee gives you the impression that he was telling the truth. So he told it on a podcast, and then he repeated it a couple of times, and then finally. People are, like, gathering that information. Some woman confronted him on stage. I don't think I could play it because there's a lot of curse in it. But he was on stage a couple of weeks ago, and some woman just walked up on stage while he was on there, and she's like, she's like, Bobby Lee, you raped an underage girl. And he's like, what? And she's like, you raped an underage girl and told the story five times and uh, made jokes about it, and, and, and he didn't know what to do. He was totally sidelined, and he was like, I didn't rape an underage girl. And she's like, yes, you did. And she's screaming at him and screaming at him, and she gets it out pretty clear, and she's filming the whole thing, so she gets his, like, shocked surprise. He knows he's got to be screwed after that because all you need to do is go to YouTube and put in Bobby Lee talks about raping prostitutes right. or talks about yeah. underage prostitute, and they come up like crazy. And now it's a difference between him coming out and saying, um, "Oh, it's just I made up the story for the for the joke," or you know, something you have to stop and go, "Is that funny? Is that a funny joke that you maybe that you're making jokes about raping kids?" You know. So uh, to me. I always say he's he's a suicide waiting to happen. He since we met him, I knew he was nuts. Yeah, obviously he is. He is off his rocker, and he I think was molested when he was a kid. And yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. No excuses on. for any of it, but yes, no, but that's connected uh, problems. Definitely, uh, that's an excuse for what makes him so weird, but doesn't necessarily excuse you know his actions or anything. But yeah, he's definitely weird because of that. Well. It's interesting. You you didn't know you didn't know about that. You're in the you're in radio, right? You're you're into comedy, and you know anything about it? Chris Lee texts a girl that was 18, and they ruined his career. Yeah, yeah. Remember Brad Williams said some stuff on a podcast, and he took a lot of crap for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah, because of that. But you, you know what? You have to know that people who are on podcasts telling these stories, trying to get attention. Same thing when you go when you go on a late night TV show. You're going on it to tell like. like like, some guys was going to wing it. I remember Howard talking about how he'd stress out for days and what he could do on the show to make an impact. And you you got you want to go on there and not just sit there like a superstar and be interviewed. You want to bring something to the table. That's what makes you a good guest. So when you get a little momentum going and you start telling a story, you exaggerate it a little bit, and then you, you tell the truth, but you make it funnier. And next thing you know, you got the machine story. You know what I mean? And right. And next thing it's going viral, and they're making a movie about it. 
or you throw in some details that may or may not be true, but you make them a little dirtier and a little meaner for the comedy value, and now there's a recorded history of you talking about possibly sleeping with a drunk girl or an underage girl. and I, Like the story that I tell about the girl who... Um, who did some stuff to me that might have been mentally challenged years ago. Definitely not mentally challenged. Uh, but she was a shy, uh, weird girl who ended up giving me a cookbook. And uh, this story is funnier if you think that she might be a little mentally challenged. So, you know, it's, it's those sort of things that you in the moment you tell these things and you exaggerate. And then uh, all of a sudden somebody asks you about it and you want to be like, oh, it's just telling a joke. It's just a joke. But in some people, in some of these cases, their careers have been completely demolished. And Whitney Cummings could have could have stuck up for Chris D'Elia and could have allowed other people to stand up for Chris D'Elia and he could have skated through this with the 30 days of silence and just been back. I have her quote if you want me to read her quote yeah. that she put on Twitter. It's, uh, it's taken me a couple of days to process the information I've learned about Chris. I'm devastated and enraged by what I've read and learned. This is a pattern of predatory behavior. This abuse of power is enabled by silence and now that I'm aware I won't be silent. Girls should be able to be a fan of a comedian they admire without becoming a sexual target. It's the adult's responsibility to be an adult. Meanwhile, the girl was texting him. Yeah. And he told her, uh, wait. Hey, wait, you're too young. Yeah, and come back in a couple years. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I met my wife uh, when she was 17. Did not know it because she was in a 21 and up club. She was dating a guy and had no interest in cheating on him at all. And I gave her my number and I said, call me when you guys <clears throat> break up. Two years later, she was 19, and she called me, and they broke up. So, what, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I didn't call her. I didn't call her every week and go, you 18? Did you break yeah. up? You 18? Did you break up? She called me. Uh, it was actually like a year and a half later, and today we broke up, and I, and now we're married for 18 years. So that, you know, there is there is times where that is not predatory. But also, according to Dom, still illegal. Right? No, 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 I'm saying if you, like, even though, like, if anything would have happened that night. Yeah, even yeah. Though, like, if he would have murdered five people, that would have been bad, too. You can't, if it's not thought police, you I'm know what I mean? You can't do that. that. Two things, Carmen. <laughs> you One are, is, though. You're saying, not, if. saying nothing happened, so there was nothing illegal. If something happened, yes, it could have been illegal. Uh, first of all, I was 23 at the time, so don't make it like I was 50. And uh, she was 17, which I think in Florida still would have been legal. But nothing happened. We didn't even hold hands. We didn't do anything but talk and exchange phone numbers uh, to be friends. And we talked like once or twice. I know Joe says you have to wait till they're ripe. Yes. Oh, that's true. That's 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 that. my sister. The grooming can start at 17. Now. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you do not want that red back in court documents. <laughs> no, you do not. <laughs> and did you say you were waiting for her to become ripe? Uh-huh. No. Blew him off the rose. Uh, another person that's throwing their friend under the bus is uh, Seth Rogen with uh, James oh, yeah. Franco, which I don't know what James Franco, all of his stuff, I don't know all the details. I think he does. Well, they... <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think, so. He, know, I think he knows more than... The, I think that, like, here's the deal. I think that I'm trying to pick somebody. Um, who do we know that's a creep? Joe. Oh, I know, oh, some, some, I, know uh, I know somebody that we all know we think is secretly a creep. Uh, yeah, and now if you now if we find stuff out about that, we're gonna go. Oh yeah, yeah, I totally, totally believe that because we think that person's a creep already. Yes, but if we don't, like if you would have said to me, um, uh, uh, Roger from Roger and JP, if you're like, uh, you know, Roger, there's somebody accusing Roger of trying to hook up. We'd be like, Roger, he's married, he likes <laughs> yeah. his daughters. He, he anytime he's been down here, he's never gone to a strip club, none <laughs> yeah. of that stuff. We'd be like, no. But then certain people would be like, yeah, well, we've seen him do other stuff. You know 100%. what I mean? So yeah, you have to know. 
you have to know who. So that's why. And I think I think Seth Rogen probably saw some stuff with Franco. He was like, oh, that's the life of James Franco. That's what you get. And now that it's getting worse and worse, he's like, yeah, I've seen it for sure. Can I play lawyer for a second? Yeah. Now, Mr. Kelta, you're saying that you don't believe Roger would be involved in any of this stuff, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, but on your radio show, have you not uh, said that he and JP are married and they keep Brett as a gimp and they all have sex together <laughs> <laughs> on multiple occasions? Yes. Uh, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> I rest my case. Yeah. Um, by the way, I, nothing is funnier than, I mean, at the time it's not so funny, but you're, when you're in a, in a court case and you're sitting on the stand and they are reading stuff back to you, not not when you're in trouble, but when you're like having to hear transcripts of phone calls and things, and then and then the lawyers to try and embarrass you will go. I'm sorry, can you explain what that means? You know, uh, and uh, here one time I was up there on the stand for the first time ever, sitting in the little box I had to be sworn in, and the judge is literally 12 inches to my right. Okay, and they are reading the transcripts of a uh, wrong number phone call that I made. Or I got, you know, and I'm talking to them, and and I can't even say it now. And I can the judge is like this, taking notes. He's got his hand up on his head, and he's taking notes. And I can just hear him go. <laughs> he was like <laughs> laughing under his breath. And I thought, oh, that's not a that's not a bad sign. <laughs> but what I'm trying to think, there was another one when I was in a deposition. I was in a deposition, and the and the chick was reading stuff back to me one time, and I could see the court stenographer laughing. That was pretty funny. You know, I mean, the, what are you gonna do? When you're in that spot. You're going to go, at least somebody laughed at it. That's the whole point. <laughs> uh, all right, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Um, I'm going to read these names to you. Stop me when there's one you don't know. Dave Attell, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, Michael Che, Pete Davidson, Jimmy Fallon, Colin Jost, John Mulaney, Jay Farrow, Colin Quinn, Amy Schumer, Tom Segura, John Stewart, Wanda Sykes, uh, Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang. What? What? Yeah. Ronnie Chang. What? I put Ronnie Chang at the end. Uh, <laughs> I had to look him up, and he's pretty funny, but if ever there was a more, we don't have an Asian on the list. Uh, this is the New York City still rising, September 12th at Madison Square Garden. All of those people are going to be on a show together. Uh, David Tell. Oh, Bill I do Burr. know who's Ron, Ronnie Chang. Yeah, when you see him, you know, yeah, he's in the Crazy him. Rich Asians. And yeah, yeah. He, he's the, the Asian guy that's not Bo and Yang. That's funny. Uh, he's on the uh, Daily Show, and he is funny, but if just it's so funny that every one of those names on there is an A-list, super well-known household right. name comedian. And they were like, ah, uh, you know they had to balance it out. They were like, we're missing one. This is New York. We do have a... A Chinatown, a Koreatown. We do need to make some Asian in there. Uh, so, uh, what's his name? Ronnie Chang. Uh, that's a good show. David Tell, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, Michael Che, uh, Ronnie Chang, Pete Davidson, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, most of them are New York guys and girls. Actually, I think uh, Schumer's the only girl. Well, Schumer and Wanda Sykes. Um, and I, I doubt it's going to be in that order that Wanda Sykes is headlining. Uh, but that's pretty cool that they're all going to come out and do some time. I don't know how Tom Segura made it to that list. Not that he's not one of the best comedians, but it seems like they're all New York people. And I don't think Segura's a New York guy. Uh, but it doesn't really matter. I feel like David Tell doesn't tour anymore. I used to see him, like, all the time in Tampa, and now he, he just... He, do he doesn't. So we had him on the podcast one time, and he, during the pandemic, and he uh, seems like he's 
put in his his time of drinking and yeah. road stuff, and he's done. I'm sure he'll do some stuff, but he seems like the kind of guy where he'd I'd much rather write jokes for other people now. I Just, saw him on that Insomniac tour a couple times. Like it seemed like he was here at least once or twice a year for he, a long time, and now it's he came to the Improv one time. I think I was back on the Country Station and. I went to go see him, and then me and Gary Menke, who used to work at the Improv over here, we, after the show, he's like, hey, hang out, we're going to go to a bar with a tell. And I was like, you can't not do that. Yeah. And then I got to the bar, and I and I bought shots, and I was like, here we go. And I'm like, you got to do shots with the guy who does shots in bars. And he, I remember he just, he met some real, some girl who was really not good looking. She was into him. They just wanted to talk, and later, so I finally did the shot, and I was like, hey, nice to meet you, and I took off. But then I was talking to other comedians, and like every time he went out, people bought him a shot, and he felt like he had to do the shot with them, and then he just drank himself into misery. He was so he was like, I can't, my body can't take it anymore. Unlike Bert, whose body was built for that, right? Yeah. Any more shots? So yeah, I think he just put in his time, and he's like, I need yeah. to chill out a little bit. Uh, but he's still one of the best, and uh, he'll be performing that night. Uh, on stage, can you imagine that, man? You buy a ticket and you see all those people on one show. That would be great. And I think out of all these people, Attell's been on the show, Burr's been on the show. Has Chappelle been on the show? No. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Um, che, I've talked to you. Davidson. Uh, Pete's Jost. been on the show. Jost has been on the show. Been on the show. Mulaney's been on the show. Farrow's been on the show. Quinn's been on the show. Schumer's been on the show. Segura's been on the show. Stewart's been on the show, and Wanda Sykes has been on the show. Because mm-hmm. I remember I said to Wanda Sykes, you know what I just found out? She goes, what? I go, Wanda Sykes? Lesbian? And she's like, yeah. And she just yelled at me about it. And I was like, I, I didn't know this because a couple of weeks ago, I was staying at the Hard Rock, and I saw you in the elevator, and you were hugging a guy. So now how am I supposed to know? She bounces around, huh? Good for her. Remember, we found out, uh, which never even aired, uh, Lily, Lily Tomlin. Tomlin. Yeah. yeah. We interviewed Lily Tomlin. We pre-recorded it because she wasn't available in the morning. And I was like, I, I hope I'm not crossing the line. I go, but I'm just now reading Lily Tomlin, lesbian. I go, how did you stand to the wire all this time? She goes, yeah, I just didn't talk about it. She goes, I wasn't hiding it, but I just never, nobody ever really talked. I was like, it's just all, it took all these years for me to realize, yeah, okay, that makes sense now, but um, Lily Tomlin had a movie called The Incredible Shrinking Woman in the 80s. Did you ever see that, Galvin? Oh, yeah. And well, The Incredible Shrinking Woman and Michael Jackson's Thriller are two things that can make me throw up on the spot tonight. <laughs> because I had pneumonia for the first time so badly, and I was had such a nauseous stomach that whenever I'd see... And my mother was trying to make me happy, so she would rent movies, and she rented Thriller and The Incredible Shrinking Woman. And every time I see either one of those, I just want to throw up immediately, just from one time. That's crazy. All right. Um, Tuesday, we got a good show. Dom will be here in the 8 o'clock hour to take your legal calls. We'll take your phone calls as they come in this morning. We do have those Whitney Cummings tickets to give away. And, Carmen, we have, what else do we have for uh, Sporkle? We have... Oh, it's Southern Country Carmen. Yeah. Oh, my end. Oh. $25 PDQ gift cards, tickets for 311, Hall & Oates, the Black Crows, and one last pair of Thomas Rhett tickets. Hall & for Hall & Paints? Hall & They corrected it on oh, this one. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll do that with Sporkle when we come back. Before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Walsh Roofing. If you're thinking about checking your roof, you think you might have a problem, you might need a new roof, you got a leak, call the folks at Walsh Roofing, 833-977-7663. If you're sitting there and you know for the last year or so your home needs a new roof, call Walsh Roofing and let them take care of you. They do have financing. They uh, work on all types of roof. If you have a metal roof, a shingle roof, tile roof, if you're thinking about uh, changing your roofs like I did when Walsh came out here, 
We said, I think we want to try a different type of roof. We want little barrel tiles. Can we do that? Of course you can. They do it all. And they uh, also do solar installation, waterproofing, wind mitigation, insurance claims. They handle it all. And I know they do a great job because I've had them put the roof on this very house that we're in right now. And they did so well that I was confident enough to turn them on to my father. And now I can tell everybody about him. If you are thinking about it and you were a little bit apprehensive like I was because you're like, hey, man, this is a, this is a big deal. This is a, a whole new roof for my house. I got a, I live in a, a, the lightning capital of the world. We got hurricane season coming up. Uh, you got to call these guys because these are the guys who came and did mine, and I'm so happy with it. You can make an appointment right on their website, wallsroofingservices.com, and even if you're out of their distance, they can sometimes uh, give me an estimate over the phone using satellite imagery by the size and, uh, and pitch of your home. Uh, check them out online, wallsroofingservices.com, and on Home Advisor and Angie's List. Or what is Angie's List now? Just Angie's Angie, Place? Angie.com. Go, go ask Angie and Jeeves. Ask them all if you want. But know that I'm guaranteeing they'll do a great job because they put my roof on, and I'm super happy. Call them today for a free roof inspection. It is walshroofingservices.com. Tell them you heard about it on the Mike Calta Show. We shall take a quick break, and uh, we'll do Sporkle next.